Shit Soul Talk, a podcast about navigating your 20s and all that comes with it. Hosted by a girl who talks a lot. Hey guys, um, welcome back to another episode of She's All Talk. I just wanted to preface this episode and say uh, it's a little different than usual, I guess, and a lot more serious than usual. Um... I felt that it would be irresponsible not to take today's episode time um, that I have each week with you guys to use it for something more important than solely just chatting about my week and how to get into a good routine or something. I feel like it's my responsibility to acknowledge my privilege in life and to try and use that for good, to try and use this platform that I'm building um, and the platform that I have to show my true values and help spread awareness of important issues because if I don't and other people are sitting in the same position as me thinking, oh, maybe they're thinking, what's the point? If everyone thinks like that, then how are we supposed to help the communities that are affected by these issues? Like we need to band together to show respect and I guess just to show human dignity to help others. I want this to be a space to address serious issues and important world issues as well as fluffy and comical things that I'll talk about usually. I want to talk about the serious world issues like climate change and and sexism and inequality. And the last week in particular has been really traumatic for the black community in America, as I'm sure most of you have probably heard about. You've probably seen the videos everywhere. You've probably heard about it on the news It's impossible to ignore and you most definitely shouldn't be ignoring it. So I guess in today's episode, I wanted to talk about the importance of using your voice for something good and for using the platform that you have or your place in society or your privilege to spread awareness and to try and call out those who are doing the wrong thing and hold those in power especially, but also everyone in your life accountable for their actions. Now that I've got that um, little intro out of the way, I guess I'll quickly just pop in my usual um, talk about how my week was and my favorite thing that I'm loving at the moment. Um, My week, as always, (laughs) was busy, but I had a really good week. I just had a really lovely weekend um, spent with friends and family. So it was really great to see everyone and to catch up with some people which I hadn't seen in a while. And I kind of got myself in a bit of a mood the other day thinking that I kind of talked myself into thinking that I don't have any friends, which I do sometimes. I get in those kind of moods when really I have a really amazing of circle of people who are around who are around me and who are there for me when I need them to be or also just friends that I may not talk to often but they're still dear to me in my life. And I kind of convinced myself that I didn't have that anymore And then I was talking to my boyfriend and he was like, well, have you asked anyone to hang out? And I was like, well, not really. So then I kind of corked myself out of that mood and was like, okay, we'll go ask some people to hang out and then you'll see you actually have friends. So I made the effort to make plans and now I had a really enjoyable weekend and um, yeah, it was a really lovely time. And I guess... I'm sitting in such a privileged position to be able to say that while there's literal like riots and looting happening in America. And I just, it's just crazy. Like I can't really fathom um, what's going on. And I guess that just shows how really naive and privileged I am in this position. 
but I guess I just wanted to keep this this little part of the podcast slightly normal. So the thing that I've been loving um, lately is I just read, well, I just finished reading um, today, actually. Oh, no, last night. I finished reading Normal People um, by Sally Rooney, and I spoke about the TV show recently, which I absolutely adored. I haven't stopped thinking about it since, and I read the book because my boyfriend bought it for me because I couldn't stop talking about it, and I really loved it. Um, The TV show, honestly, I would say is just as good as the book. Um, The only thing I would say about the book is they don't – Sally doesn't use quotation marks around her speech – Um, her dialogue between the characters, which I found a little frustrating. Um, But aside from that, I really enjoyed it. I think, I don't know, the story just kind of really spoke to me. It's such an authentic and real, I guess, dynamic between a couple. And yeah, I don't know. I can't really explain it. I just really loved the story and to finally read about it after watching the show. um, It was nice to see how well the story had been represented in the – Visual version, I guess. And now to to dive into the, the meteor topic of today's episode, um, I just kind of wanted to start with a, a huge disclaimer that I know that I benefit from and I experience white privilege in every aspect of my life and that I in no way, shape or form can ever properly know or understand the experiences of a person of color or more specifically for um, one of the issues I'm talking about for a black person. I'm not trying to talk over any experiences or make my voice rise above the voice of a black person. I guess I'm just merely trying to facilitate conversation about an important issue and encourage others, whoever listens, I guess, to learn more about what's going on in the world and how you can use your voice for good and just the importance of speaking out about issues that are are dear to you and are things that you think are important even if other people shoot you down or if other people tell you that you can't make an impact like it's always so important to to stand up for what is right because that's the only way change will happen and as a white Australian specifically, I benefit from their institutionalized racism against in- Indigenous Australians, just like white Americans benefit from the racism against black Americans. And I wanted to take this moment to acknowledge that Aboriginal deaths in custody and, and in incarceration is a serious issue here in Australia too. And everything that's going on in the US right now has brought brought light back to this issue um, going on at home. So Australia definitely isn't immune to this. We're not above America in any way, shape or form. Like this is a serious issue going on in our own home turf as well. So we really need to to think about what's going on and reflect on how how we can make a difference in our everyday lives to, I guess, help eradicate this issue. It's It's so important for everyone to use the platforms that they have to spread awareness about what's going on. And if you are listening to this and you're um, unaware, protests have basically been sparked across America um, over following the murder of an unarmed black man, George Floyd, by a white police officer. Um, There were four officers involved in the ordeal. The officer who's been charged with third-degree murder um, knelt on Floyd's neck for eight minutes, I believe, 
um, while Floyd can be heard in videos from bystanders saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. It's really shocking to the system to watch, although it happens really frequently, which is a horrible thing to, to be happening. But it has, again, sparked mass movements across the US and I guess across the world um, for the Black Lives Matter movement. And I know quite a few people who are unsure about sharing posts on social media about what's going on and that sort of thing. But I think it's important to spread awareness and to show solidarity in any way you can. Of course, I I can't speak on behalf of the black community and obviously I don't know what what people in that community are going through, but I I think that they would appreciate people showing solidarity and just showing respect by by caring about what's going on and just because it's affecting the black community doesn't mean you can't care and doesn't mean that it doesn't impact you you should be able to show empathy for basic human rights like it's really not that difficult to be anti-racist I think if you're able to donate um you definitely should I have not a lot obviously um because I don't make a lot of money, but I've tried to donate. And I'll include some links below to funds that you can contribute to um, to help support the Black Lives Matter movement. I guess I think the main thing I want you to take away from today's podcast is that it's so important to show up for others and to hold those in power accountable for their actions. And not just those in power, like those in your everyday life as well. I hate the idea that people say you can't do anything just because it's not happening right in front of you, that sort of thing, like just because it's happening in America. Also, it happens in Australia too, but just because it's happening in America doesn't mean that you can't do anything to help, like you can't do anything to join the movement or to show solidarity and respect. I think everyone I know has the ability to help through word of mouth in day-to-day conversations with people they know to shift racist ideologies and social media to spread awareness and I guess help people be more understanding of what's going on. So I think it's a bit of a cop-out to say that just because it doesn't impact you directly or it's not right happening right in front of you that you don't have to do anything. Or I think another bit of a cop out is saying you're not educated enough about it. I feel I saw a tweet um, where someone said that saying you're not educated enough to speak out about an issue like racism is just not good enough because it's something you would say about economic policy or something like that. But it's not something you can say about racism because you really don't have to do that much research to understand that it's wrong and that the people of color have been oppressed for way too many years and that white people hold institutional power in basically every part of society. Like it's not that hard to recognize that and to say, okay, I can use my privilege for good and show solidarity and help spread a message. Social media is such an amazing platform and such an amazing resource that we have. And it's so crucial that you stand up for what you believe in and you and you use your voice for good where you can. When police act unjustly, which is more often than you'd think if you're looking at this from a position of privilege, it's so crucial to hold them accountable and to seek justice. And, I mean, if this involves rioting and looting and protesting, then that's what's necessary to call attention to the issue that's been going on for too long. 
it's wrong to turn a blind eye to the issue just because you think it doesn't affect you or because you think spreading awareness doesn't do anything for the cause. Because, I mean, what if one of your one of your followers or your friends doesn't know about what's actually going on or they don't have a good understanding of the issue or the Black Lives Matter movement? By helping to spread awareness just in conversation and promoting the issue on social media and that sort of thing and telling people about what's happening, you can help others contribute to the cause and show their support and help create a shift in understanding of what's actually going on and that's that's how you can contribute to change I guess and if anyone's listening and they're thinking why isn't the slogan all lives matter of course all lives matter but all lives can't matter equally until black lives matter in the first place which sounds kind of crazy but I mean it doesn't even happen right now and it's 2020 so it's shocking shocking behavior. I've heard a few good metaphors actually for this. I think it's a metaphor. Um, like one I saw was if one of your friends is bleeding, you wouldn't offer all of your friends a band-aid. You'd offer the one who was hurt and suffering the band-aid. And the same goes for the Black Lives Matter movement. This is an issue affecting the black people and the black community. So you need to show your support and respect and help out that community instead of helping out the ones who aren't being impacted by the issue, especially at this current time. It doesn't mean that your issues as a white individual aren't, like it doesn't mean that they don't matter at all. No one's saying that, literally no one. I think this idea of holding people accountable, which is what I'm really trying to talk about because that's something that I can actually speak to, um, carries into other aspects of life as well. Like it's one thing to to say you support the Black Lives Matters movement, but if you don't carry that motto and message into your everyday life, then I guess what's really the point? Accountability doesn't just have to apply to those in power. If you see your friends or people you follow or anyone making offensive jokes or comments, call them out. If you see people on public transport or out in public bullying others or making sexist remarks or something like that, call them out. Like, Don't ever be afraid to stand up for what you believe in and what you think is right because if you don't, then how can we expect others to as well? It's so important to stand up for the necessary causes because that's the only way that things will ever change. And if you think, oh, I'll leave that to the next person, what if the next person thinks that as well and then nothing will ever be done about things like this? How are we supposed to to change the world, I guess, if if no one's willing to speak out? Like the earth is dying and it's the younger generation who are the ones who are speaking up and out about climate change. But if no one does that, if no one does the the school walkouts and stuff like that, like who who's going to be the voice to, to start change? This week, um, a lot of drama has come out surrounding a popular Australian fitness YouTuber called Sarah's Day and it's raised some interesting and relevant conversations about accountability and speaking out white privilege, playing the victim, all those juicy topics, I guess. Um, For anyone who doesn't follow her, she's a white Australian fitness influencer who is releasing a new um, activewear line. So she shot a video campaign, that sort of thing. And she received a whole lot of flack for it because of the way she marketed the campaign and for her cultural appropriation in the campaign. Um, 
to my understanding and from what I've seen, she wore box braids, I think they're called, um, and marketed the campaign as a street style in air quotations um, without any thought about the cultural sensitivity of the campaign or anything like that or even thought of cultural appropriation at all. And I guess some people might jump to the rescue and say, oh, but maybe she didn't know, that sort of thing. But before recording the actual campaign and releasing it, she posted some stories which are floating around still with her initial hairstyle, which she, I believe, received a lot of complaints about and people trying to tell her that it wasn't sensitive and it was cultural appropriation and that she shouldn't go ahead with it, which I think was her chance to realize it was wrong and to change her plan. And that would have that would have basically saved everything, but instead she went ahead with it and then kind of turned around shocked when people called her out for it and corrected her saying that, hey, we told you this is wrong and you still went ahead with it. You shouldn't, you should cancel the campaign. I think that that, that was kind of her out. Like she had the chance to, to fix things, but she chose to ignore those comments and think that she could just get away with it. And now that, yeah, it's kind of turned on her and She's kind of turned around and I guess rather than acknowledging her privilege, like she issued an apology, but then she turned around and posted a story while reshooting the campaign saying how doing her hair nearly made her cry while she put it into one plait because she was worried about offending people. And I've seen a lot of comments from people, mainly on Twitter, because on Instagram, it seems like the comments are being deleted or, or I just really can't see them. Um, but there was a lot of criticism and critique on Twitter saying how it made the whole apology seem like a farce and that she clearly lacked a nuanced understanding of the situation because it was almost like a joke to her. And I think that the main takeaway from this is not really Sarah, but it's more about her followers, I guess, as well, because in all the comments on her Instagram, it's the white girl followers who are replying saying, it's okay, like you didn't do anything wrong, you apologized, like it's all good. And like, it's not up to me or any of her other white followers. I mean, I don't follow her, but I used to at one point to debate whether or not this was insensitive or racist of her when people of colour have already made it clear that it is. As someone in her late 20s, I don't think you can get away with the excuse of I didn't really know better or I was unaware because we all have the necessary resources and more to educate ourselves about cultural appropriation and cultural sensitivity and you can't really turn around and, and play the victim when you get held accountable for it because that's people just doing their job to stick up for what's right and what's necessary. Like we can't just let people float through society without being held accountable for anything, especially if it's insensitive towards others in society. I think that's another thing to take away from today's episode, especially if you're a white listener. Um, it's, it's not my call. It's not your call. It's not our call to decide what is offensive and what isn't. It's not our place um, to accept someone's apology because it doesn't directly affect us. We shouldn't be in the comments saying it's okay you made a mistake when it's not our place to accept or validate that apology at all. I guess that's something to think about when it comes to other celebrities as well. Like it's not your place to forgive your favorite celebrity if they've offended um, a specific group, whether it be women or a minority group or something like that. Like it's not your place to 
to forgive them if the issue doesn't directly affect you. If someone says that something is offensive and you don't believe so, but it's not an issue that directly impacts you, I feel like you don't really get a say. Like just respect that the black community has found that offensive and stand by them and and hold whoever made the, the mistake or the action accountable. So they apologize and they realize that what they've done is wrong. This was a bit of a ramble, I guess, and I hope this episode has opened your eyes a bit or solidified your belief in the need to hold those in power accountable. And I guess if you do have it, to use your privilege for good. Again, I mean, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt in comparison to those speaking from lived experiences. I think I'm just trying to provide a critical analysis of the situation and kind of verbalize what I've been thinking lately. And if anyone agrees or if anyone has any thoughts or disagrees or wants to start a discourse um i'd love for you to send me send me a direct message or if there's anything um you want me to share on my instagram or anything like that like i'd love to get involved i just think i guess the main thing that i want to push is that it's so important to stand up for what you believe in and to stand up for what you think is right and to to Bring your values with you into every part of your daily life, um, into your friendships and your family as well. Call call those people out in your life, not just the strangers online, but the people you look up to and the people you love and the people you talk to and just the, the randoms you have on Facebook, the people you went to high school with. Call people out if they are being insensitive or they're being bigots or anything. Like, Don't be afraid to stand up for what you believe in because that's the only way things will start to progress forward and we need to be that generation of change. So we need to be able to hold people, hold people to their actions and make them realize that it's wrong. And for a specific reason, um, hopefully, I mean, this has been somewhat interesting or useful and not just a ramble from someone. (laughs) If you're interested in signing petitions to support the, the protesters in America at the moment or hold police officers involved in Floyd's murder accountable or donate or helping in other ways, um, I've included a really useful link in the description, which has other links to several relevant and helpful resources, um, which is petitions that I've signed. There's a handful of them and links to donate, that sort of thing. So, I mean, I guess I hope you've taken something away or even just started to think more about um, accountability and and standing up for what's right um, from today's episode. It is a bit different than what I'd usually talk about, but I felt like I couldn't really put something else out today because it's such an important issue and it's so crucial to what's going on at the moment. And we just, we need, we need to do better as a society. So, I mean, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Hopefully it wasn't too rambly or too obnoxious or anything like that because definitely wasn't my intent, but thanks guys. I'll be in your ears again next week. See ya. Yep. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. 